1: Wow!
2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson. The third Pete, how you doing? What's going on? Are you still in holiday? In holiday or on holiday? In, in holiday, He's I'm in still
3: holiday. deep, deep in my holiday experience. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm uh, yeah, we're still just kind of like uh, rock and rolling around the uh, around Cornwall, uh, eating a lot of fresh fish and oysters and Apples. stuff like that. I've been trying my very best to avoid the cooked breakfasts in the morning. No, because I, all I all I do on holiday is eat bloody cooked breakfast. No. and if I wasn't a man who I just can't live without sausages, Chris. <laughs> You know, I think I might have been like a a dog in a previous life because sausages give me life. I like bacon. I can leave steak. I can leave. I just think sausages are the best. I think they're the best food, the best meal. What I need is some kind of like healthy sausage um, thing to help me through my life. I need, I need a sausage that works for me, Chris. Because <laughs> and, and, right now, I'm doing all the heavy lifting. I'm putting my life on the line for these sausages. Uh, and I just need something a little bit more healthy. <laughs> I need good sausages. Shut up. You're making me hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. And all I can think about now is
2: sausages. I I, I love sausages. I love being, <laughs> just putting them in like a sandwich with ketchup and bacon and having a good old munch. Like that. I, I miss fry-ups so much. God damn it. Why can't we have them in Japan? God damn it. You can get sausages here, but they're not <laughs> the same. They're not British sausages. The finest sausages of the land. They're not British sausages. they British sausages. <laughs> did I ever tell you the time I got bullied for two years about sausages? <laughs> for...
3: Oh, it does ring a
0: bell. Fucking Big sausage
2: boy. I, everything went wrong when I was at school. One time, I was standing with my friends outside of Burger King, which is what all the cool kids did mm. in the town of Maidstone. Yeah. We stood outside of Burger King after school. And pretended like you were cool, and then my mum came over and went, "Hello, trouble." And then my friends were like, "Trouble." Uh-huh. And for two years, I was nicknamed "Trouble," and it was shit every <laughs> That's time all right. I walked. That's a- good. Is it? No, it's not. Girls love a bad boy. But I I wasn't <laughs> a bad boy. I was a dickhead, and they would come up and be like, "All right, trouble, trouble." trouble uh. The way, <laughs> all right, trouble. No, yeah, but it wasn't like nice. trouble in a cool way. It wasn't like oh, trouble. It was like <laughs> all right, trouble. Uh. It was shit. And when you go to an all boys British school. People like to bully you over the most ridiculous things. Um, it was it was pretty funny. Anyway, <laughs> trouble died off and life was good again. And I had yeah. no nickname. And then one day, I was on a phone call with my mum talking about what to have for dinner. And she said, you mm. know, do you want fish fingers or sausages? And I went, "Um, I'll have sausages. And then my friend overheard it and went, <laughs> I heard Chris go, I'll have sausages. And for the next two years, <laughs> 55 people just went, oh, sausages, I'll have sausages. Like that every day, all fucking day, for two years, I'll have sausages. Traumatized. I'll have sausages. Traumatized. It wasn't but you have to say it in that way. It apparently like the person that heard me say it relayed it to everyone as me going, Yeah, I'll have sausages. <laughs> in this sort of like cockney fucking Get me the Get
3: me the sausages.
2: It just sounded like a rabid me cockney dog. And so it wasn't like, all right, sausages. People just come up to me and be like, I have sausages. And it was that for two yeah, years. Okay, yeah. It was shit. And that's why you shouldn't go to the school <laughs> me, in the UK.
3: Get me the best sausages in the in the Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> I, <laughs> get me the best sausages in the Midwest, please. <laughs> I was so traumatized <laughs> that I was
2: like, I don't think I ate sausages for two years. I think I think it was fish fingers <laughs> all the way. I forgot about fish fingers. They're great. Anyway, enough about fish fingers. Oh my god though, I uh, <laughs> I, You know, I've talked in the past about how I edit until a silly time in the morning. And I put up a video on mm. Sunday called The Worst Mistake I've Ever Made in Japan. And it's actually three mm. stories about, number one, how I mentioned before, how I went to a highway toll booth and got away with pay- without paying $50 due to a language fuck-up. The other story was about how I was sick at a sushi restaurant after being served... This disgusting fish called a gooey duck.
3: Have you ever had gooey duck, Pete? Mm. Have you had gooey duck? No. Oh. Uh, You haven't had it. Am I thinking of a Pokemon? No, I don't think I have actually, no. That's the thing. It's spelt fucking geoduck. (laughs) G-E-O-Duck. So I was like, oh, geoduck.
2: It looks disgusting, but geoduck's cute. But then I found out it's called gooey duck, and it's like this big snout. It's like the shape of an elephant trunk. Oh, and yes. people bite into it. It's like a it. big sea slug sort of Yeah. Thing. Sea, sea clam or Sleak, uh, c- yeah. Sea clam, yeah, yeah. And people bite into it and it explodes mm. in China. Whereas in Japan, yes. they sort of slice it up and, and serve it on sushi. So I talked about how I ate that mm. and was physically sick. And the third story is about how I lied to Ken Watanabe about something. Had a an awkward moment. It's a good video. Check it out, guys. You haven't yet seen it. <laughs> but uh, I was up until 9 a.m. finishing it up. And literally edited through the night, and then nine a.m. in the morning, I posted it. Did the thumbnail at like seven a.m., and then I died. And I spent the last day in
3: bed. Got out at like four p.m. I don't know why I do it. To my... Only working to check. Only working to check the comments here and there. And have sausages <laughs> clearly. Uh, but like, yeah. And have what a moron I am, honestly. Um, just, just think of a geoduck just, as just a sea sausage. <laughs> they're kind of sausage, <laughs> no, aren't they're they? Not. I guess. They're the, so- no Can I can I can I sicken you? I had a little go- Google of the geo duck. Um a female di- geoduck, um uh or gooey duck or whatever you however you say it, produces five billion eggs Fuck. in her lifespan. What? Five billion. Century long lifespan. They live a long time. Really?
2: Well not if you eat, eat them at a Japanese yeah. restaurant. I mean they I'm sure True. they're lovely creatures, True. but like <laughs> no. Like, no. No. <laughs> in Japan it's called mirugai, which sounds really cool, is it mirugai? <laughs> I work for Mirugai. It sounds like a... Because Mirai means future. <laughs> yeah. I remember in Cyberpunk 2077, all the signs say like Mirai, future, because it's cool. And Mirugai yeah. sounds cool. And then you discover it's Geoduck. Uh, sorry, Gooey Duck. I yeah. still don't remember how to say it. Fucking Gooey Duck. But <laughs> well, go and watch it, guys. Watch yeah. me reenacting being physically sick. It's a cracking good video. Probably one of the best videos of this year so far. We've got a story, though. Uh, hopefully a story that doesn't involve Geoduck. And it's from Jeremy Warner. He says, hello Chris, L.A. Pete, my name's Jeremy, and my daughter and I have been planning to go to Japan. However, she's very allergic to peanuts. It's uncommon to find foods with peanuts oh. or other nuts, but I plan to follow your recommendation to carry a card uh, that says she has an allergy and not to include it in her meal, written in Japanese. However, I have a friend who travelled to Japan previously, and I told him of our plan, only to have him tell me the following story. He stated that while in Japan, his wife, who is also allergic to nuts learned how to tell restaurants about her allergy in Japanese, as well as carry something in writing. Most of their trip, they never saw a nut, and it wasn't a problem. Uh, Then they went to a small town, where she told the waiter and gave him the card. After looking surprised, he nodded, smiled, and said, yeah, okay, before backing away. Uh, They later asked him again. No nuts, he smiled and nodded once more, and said yes, okay, and backed away. When the meal arrived, sure enough, peanut... (laughs) Peanuts
3: had been used. Covered in peanuts. Covered in peanuts in the broth of
2: the tonkotsu ramen. They asked the waiter what happened, um, and they told him there were nuts in the broth, to which he he smiled, nodded, and went, yes, nuts, mmm, okay. Delicious. (laughs) This woman
3: really likes (laughs) nuts.
2: (laughs) Have you ever (laughs) ever had experiences in Japan where every effort was made to close the language gap and you still had problems or mistakes were made? (laughs) All the best. Jeremy Warner doing his nut. Um, FYI, doing do it to to do one's nut in the British English language means to be angry and not other things. But anyway, it's a sad day when I have to clarify
3: that. <laughs> Fuck good, good. Thank you for that. Um, Thanks for that, mate. I haven't heard. I haven't
2: heard this. No, I haven't heard this. Um, genuinely, I think if you carry, <laughs> si masen peanuts, arogi, arimasu. If you have that on a bit of piece of card, whatever, I do think you'll be okay. Every restaurant in Japan now without fail usually asks do you have an allergy Uh, do you have an allergy and you can be like yes peanuts and all is well unfortunately that's clearly a very uh quiet country town where maybe they don't do that so be more wary in those sorts of places but generally um honestly (laughs) i find japan is much better these days when it comes to allergies and, and sort of taking people's allergies into consideration big bonus that came from having the olympics the country ramped up so
3: don't worry you'll be fine. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I've made, <laughs> just, yeah, go on. I just like that. Um, if you, if you're kind of like, is there not something that you can, is there not like a, like a tester that can test mm. for peanuts in your food? Like you could dip it in the food mm. and figure out where this, cause it's so incredibly violent a in the reaction. That is, there yeah. must be some kind of tester you can test to make sure that there's no peanuts in your food before you start glopping well, it down. Just give it to me and I'll have a mouthful and be like,
0: yeah. Mm. No sausages, oh, mm, but plenty mm, of that's
3: peanuts. Sausage's got lots of... No, I, better, I better eat that. <laughs> well, no, I, Yeah, that could be a device. You can
2: make that. The Pete Donaldson yeah. peanut tester. Dip your finger in with <laughs> some crayons and yeah. <laughs> the, exactly. the, the crayons will change colour. I don't fucking know. I'm not an inventor. I'm not qualified <laughs> to speculate. But, I mean, I do, I've, I've had language <laughs> problems. Um, go and see the latest video. The whole first story is about mm. how I... Um, saved 50... How much was it? 5,000 yen. So $50 through getting Mm. the word Genkin wrong. Um, Genkin means cash. I thought the guy said Genki. Like, are you okay? And I went, yeah, Genki, innit? And just drove off without paying cash. So mistakes happen. Um, Obviously, a peanut allergy is a bit more serious than that. But um, yeah, generally, I think you'll be all Mm. right, Jeremy. Keep the card with you at all times and you'll be fine. But stay vigilant. And speaking... Of not paying cash on a highway due to a language incident. That is what our story is about this week. Some good news. Unfortunately, neither yeah. of us will be around to reap the benefits of the good news. But tell us anyway. Why is this a story? This is ridiculous. Carry on, Pete. Go ahead.
3: I mean, it's it seems it seems like you know like how like um politicians just go um campaign to campaign. So they, they never unless you're a dictator, you can never really get anything done to any great degree. You can only do little <laughs> bits and little projects. You know what I mean? Go to so, um, yeah. so, exactly, that's what I said. Um, but uh, Japan, uh, obviously, <laughs> Japan, so the story starts, uh, Japan may be one of the world's largest automobile producers, but that doesn't mean it's easy to get around the country by car. There's a huge hurdle to hopping in your car and getting out on the highway for a weekend drive or a family trip because there's just a lot of tolls around, a lot of toll mm. roads. I think in Britain, or certainly in England, I mean, there's the I think the M4 toll up to Manchester, M5, and I can't yeah. think of many other tolls to me. Is it mem- right? M5. I can't think of many other tolls. Oh yeah, and there's I guess there's the bridge as Lottie well, Bloody two too, and then there's stupid bridge. Yeah, so there's e- there's enough kicking around, but like there's no... the actual sort of act of sort of driving up to a toll booth, chucking some money in or or, or paying uh, via card and then mm. driving off. You only experience it once or twice uh, if you're driving around um, the UK. And uh, but but this happens quite a lot in 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 in, in Japan, doesn't it? So it does, if yeah. you um, take the expressway from Tokyo to Osaka, you pay twelve thousand yen in tolls. Twelve thousand, and then you get another twelve thousand yen. charge like Drive back to Tokyo. How much money is that? Twelve
2: thousand yen. That's about a, uh, eighty dollars. Eighty to ninety dollars. So expensive. Pounds, yeah. Bearing
3: in mind that like. Bearing in mind like the train is probably about hundred and twenty or something. But actually you know I think yeah. a one way ticket is eighty, isn't it? It certainly used to be anyway. It's about three hundred. Yeah, three it's years, around honestly.
2: I'd wanna say that's around about the same amount actually. So yeah, it pretty much costs the same. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Yeah.
3: Well, in tw- 2005, Japan's expressways were quasi privatized, becoming managed by stock companies, with the Japanese government holding a controlling number of shares. As part of this restructuring, though, the government promised that by the designated year, it would do away with expressway tolls, hey. making them free to use and unfortunately the government is now backtracking on that pledge Uh, they're not going to do that (laughs) they um, want to legally continue collecting tolls past when they said they'd be ended the good news is though that they've uh, told um, all the people when it's going to be extended to uh, the new deadline uh, to end toll collection is the year 2115 what the (laughs)
2: fuck this is the bit I don't get like yeah no we're going to end the tolls in the time when everyone's dead uh, when like no one alive today the the expressway is
3: the Expressways were supposed to become free-to-use by no later than 2055. So we've got a fighting chance to kind of possibly maybe still be around in 2055. But 2115? I mean, just insane stuff. Like, what? I mean, who the hell is getting away with just doing that? Yeah, I'll do it later, later, later.
2: I mean, <laughs> I... You know, I I was wondering if there'd be anything to live for by the time I reach 100. But now there is. Now I know... That I want to live yeah. to hundred twenty-five, yeah. because I get to <laughs> ride on the highways of Japan without paying. But yeah. you know what happened? Like a few nothing. years beforehand, the government would be like, oh, yeah, we're bankrupt now because there's only we're 10 gonna, people yeah, in Japan because nobody's having it. kids. So we're going to have to <laughs> kick the can down the road a little bit more to 2,000. Two hundred, just in time for the AI apocalypse. So yeah, but I remember this with the Dartford Crossing. I don't want to rant about a shit bridge in the UK, but there is a bridge that goes from Kent, where I live, to Essex, where Pete li- lives. And to get there, you have to go over a bridge. And the government were like, "We've built the bridge. We'll have a toll. And once we paid off the bridge, we'll get rid of it." And then they didn't. They were they kept the tolls, and now you have to pay, and it sucks every time you go there. But uh, no, this sucks. I'm really
3: disappointed but I'm not surprised. Mm. Not surprised to be <laughs>
2: One thing I will say. Well, all,
3: I mean, by, by that time, we'll all be flying massive, like, drone yeah. crafts and stuff, won't we, as well? Give me my flying drone craft. it.
2: It'll be great. It'll be great. Mm. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I think Japanese highways are good in the sense that, credit where it's due to Japan, the country's one big mountain range, right? And to get through it, you have to take a lot mm. of tunnels um, that are very expensive to build, like, fun fact, Japan has 10,000 tunnels roughly, which is the second most amount of tunnels in the world after China, a country that's like 50 times the size of Japan or something, 20 times the size. Um, and without those highways, without those tunnels, getting around the country would be an utter, utter nightmare. So I am grateful that they've burrowed their way through every mountain range and you can pass through a 2,000-meter yeah. mountain in a matter of minutes, if not seconds in some cases. Um but you do have to pay for that luxury, unfortunately. So, mm. yeah. it's the reason why I think many foreigners coming here don't rent a car and just rely on public transport because as well as being a lot more inconvenient, a lot more scary, um, it's also prohibitively expensive. But mm. I think I think there's, there is merit and it's worthwhile traveling around Japan in a car, renting a car and visiting those places that you wouldn't normally get to visit, right? And I know you said in the past mm. that when you come here, Pete, now that you can drive, which you couldn't the last time you were here, you want to rent a
3: car mm. and have a good old drive around yourself. I do. I kind of want to go down to sort of going. To, I mean, I, I, the, the problem is like you, they, the, the the trains are just so efficient, aren't they? Yeah. Are. And to get off the beaten track and kind of kind of drive around, like if you sort of, it would. So I reckon it'd be a good idea to sort of, like get on the train, get as far as like fuck Walker, and then just have a nice Guaca. little drive around. Kyushu or something like that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? That'd be quite a little, quite a nice little vibe. I think quite so, a yeah. small little bit of the island, isn't it?
2: A lot more fun than cycling around it as I did back in March, where mm. it's just one big <laughs> fucking mountain range to die on. But like, yeah, Kyushu, yeah. a really rewarding place to drive around. I think Hokkaido mm. would be cool as well, and the Japanese mm. Alps of central Japan, and also the, just the west coast of Japan in general, which is quite inaccessible compared to the to the east side. Mm. Yeah. I'd like to do a video on it to be honest. I'm I'm I've been thinking of working on like a road trip style video. I haven't done one in three mm. years. It would be a lot of fun. But um yeah, there you yeah. go guys. Do come drive around Japan, but do expect to pay for it. Pay big. That is until the year two thousand one hundred and fifteen. By which point you'll be dead. Actually, no. Some oh. people might be alive, right? Listening to this. Statistically. What was person, the day again? 21... 2115. And it's 2023, uh, so that's less than 100 years away. Yeah.
3: I mean, you and I won't yeah, be here. We'll I mean, be long I, gone. I don't think they'll legally be allowed to drive a car, though. <laughs> uh, Unless it's all autonomous uh, anyway. That's true.
2: That's very true, although it hasn't stopped Japanese elderly drivers, has it, from driving past 100. <laughs> but very good point. Uh, uh, we'll be back just a moment, guys, with the stories, comments, and questions in The Fax Machine.
0: Lovely.
3: And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. We got a message from Ryan Waslake, uh in Vancouver. A lot of students after graduating secondary school go into the trades, uh, trades because it's a good option for getting money right away. So my question is: In Japan, are the trades also a popular option for work and post-secondary education, or is it looked down upon by parents to have their kids go into trades or construction jobs? Hope you're both having a great day. You don't see a lot of young builders in in Japan. <laughs> Maybe I'm just I've only I've seen the, seen the wrong builders, better. but I can't remember seeing. Yeah, I just don't see many sort of young builders around around the gap.
2: Well, you need to look harder. There's plenty. There's plenty of builders. I know. It sounds like I do. When you come over here, it sounds like I do. You can walk around and walk around a construction site and be like, "Oh yeah, it's a builder." Mm. They do exist. And
3: it's a builder. Wh-
2: when I was a teacher at the school, like they had, uh, they. It's kind of sad. They basically just determine your fate by the age of fifteen. You get divided up into one of like mm. three sections. There was uh, commercial, industrial, and IT. If you're in IT you're going to go off to Tokyo and be a billionaire and make loads of money in the IT sector. Mm. Um, if you go to commercial, that's when you probably go to university and um, you know have a nice middle-class career. And then there's industrial. And in industrial, that is, you're going to go off without university and get into the thick of it and become like a construction worker or labourer or something like that. Um, and it, I wouldn't say it's looked down upon. One thing Japan does get right is people are kind of respectful to everyone across the board regardless of sort of the class or social system which i think is quite nice it's not like the uk where you know you're very self-aware of the class system right from day one Uh, at least i always was um i don't think people look down upon their kids for it here but there is just that expectation and it's it's sort of a shame that it's already determined here by the time you hit 15 which class you're going to go to and what's going to go on. But then I guess it was the same Mm. in the UK and it was the same growing up at school to some extent, right? I don't know if you ever felt like that.
3: I mean, I think um, people who, like children who went to sort of state schools but were high achievers would be pegged as ones that would be going um, you know, going into um, decent universities and higher education and, you know, be successful and stuff. Mm. uh, And the rest of them, and the rest of us would be, you know, battling out in the, you know, Leicester's Demont foot lesters <laughs> of this world and then there'll be people under that who just you know start work at 16 or whatever and, and it's all kind of sort of hard-coded in quite early on um if you go to uh you know private school it's a slightly different situation I think I think you're, yeah. you're generally kind of uh, generally kind of trained into into being into being um high achievers I think that's uh, that's why people spend all the money on it
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't even know if they Japan has private school. It does have private schools, actually. Yeah, there are international private schools here. A lot of people so many
3: private tutoring opportunities as well.
2: Yeah, I mean that's one thing they have cram schools here, which we don't have in the UK mm. because Loading. when you leave school after a long day of studying and go home, you're allowed to have fun. In Japan, you either have to do like a um, you have to join like a sports team, or you go to a cram school, mm. and the fun never ends. The educational wheel in Japan just—it's just <laughs> its just its just ruthless and relentless, regardless of what yeah. uh, kind of tier you end up in, whether it's trade, construction, IT. There's a lot of studying to be done. Um, but yeah, I, what was it? What was even the question? Oh. Yeah, will my kids be looked down upon? No, I don't think so. Do, I think you be right.
3: Are there, build, are there builders in Japan? Are there builders?
2: <laughs> builders exist in Japan. Don't you worry. Hello, Chris and Pete. I'm a middle <laughs> uh, middle school teacher in New York City, 20 years old guy, and uh, I got accepted as a 2023 JET shortlist candidate. Hey, congratulations on the JET program. And I got placed in Iwamizawa, Hokkaido yeah well i don't know where that is uh since this email is already <laughs> way too long i'll just ask you this what's your favorite thing about hokkaido i'll be binging your teaching and hokkaido videos in the coming months cheers jeffrey from new york city well jeffrey you are in luck i think i've made more videos about hokkaido than any other prefecture in japan whether it's the big <laughs> cycle whether it's the four-part series on Jenny across japan the nasapuro nightlife and food you are sport for choice there and i said recently i think on the podcast that Hokkaido is my favourite prefecture in Japan. In winter, it's kind of cozy and cool and unique, and there's skiing and s- like snow sports. Um, I think February might be my new favourite time to visit Japan if I was a tourist, just because you've got so much going on uh, in Hokkaido. Then it's a really great way to make the trip fun. But also just the food—it's yeah. got you know your soup, curry, and. You've got more than that. You've got crabs and seafood and Genghis Khan. You know the the the, the lamb mutton dish, which is absolutely mm. astonishingly delicious. And miso ramen. And you look like you're going to say something there, Pete, but it didn't. <laughs> no, and no. Pete loves. I, I had
3: nothing. You know what I'm like with food. You know, I'm I'm like just licking his I'm lips. Like, am. Yeah. It's <laughs> getting hungry. I, I, as I said, I, I avoided having sausages for breakfast. Oh. I just had some kind of granola monstrosity. So it, it's cut. some of that sentence, Some of those sentences were making me feel hungry. Some of them weren't. <laughs> I'm feeling hungry just <laughs> talking
2: about food. Maybe that's why I'm talking about yep. food. For but no, you've you've hit the jackpot. <laughs> well done. Where is Iwami-zawa? Mm. Let me look it up. While well, Pete Donaldson uh,
3: reads the next question. Go on, Pete. All right, then. Fill us in. Uh, Zach from the United States of America. Chris, in many of your videos, you make references to Star Wars often. Uh, most recently, comparing the climate of the frozen, frozen Frontier edition of Journey Across Japan to Hoth, there have been many more instances on this channel, but I was wondering if you're secretly a big fan of Star Wars. Do you watch the new films and shows, or are you an original six guy? Zach <laughs> from the United States. <laughs> I that's
2: like a pr- before I get into that Iwami's hours just outside of Sapporo um, it's about uh, ah. 30, 45 minute drive outside of Sapporo really nice area and we actually right. cycled through it on the third or fourth day of the cycle so you can check it out um, fun Ooh. fact it's near an abandoned school that I've always wanted to go to but one that apparently is completely infested with bears and looks like an actual horror movie oh dear it's this roundhouse school <laughs> in this forest and it's sunken in like a lake oh dear and uh Go there. Go there, mate. Yeah. Good luck, Jeffrey. Go there. Yeah, Take nice. some best spray, Have a <laughs> look around the abandoned School. You have a great time. I
3: hear that place is like Moss Eisley. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Moss Isley. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh I did compare the place in Gen across Japan to Hoth. I do like Star Wars. Um mm. do you watch the new films and shows, or are you an original six guy? I'm an original three guy. I don't I don't mind the prequels. I think they're pretty rubbish. And I think the only good Star Wars films were the original three. And we're sort of just hanging on, clinging on to something that's never going to come and arrive. Nothing will ever rival the stories and the characters from the original three. And it's just sort of rummaging around the bargain bin of shit. Um, I did watch <laughs> Andor. That was quite good. Um, it was unique. Mm. I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi, the worst show I've ever seen. It was all shot against like a, one of those big unreal engine screens basically and if you look at every shot right. in it it's just like in that room and no set has like any detail or anything going on so bit rubbish bit disappointing but yeah and
3: always good Bit rubbish bit disappointing I just rub it Honestly, it's like a, there's a certain there's a lot of these shows that are like they're shot on the same sort of 3d soundstage sort of thing so they yeah. kind of look similar and you can sort of tell a little bit um, but I must admit, I've not watched any of them. <laughs> no,
2: and you, you shouldn't. I mean, Andor no. was kind of interesting. It's good, but still Andor. not that great. Right, the original s- Star Wars films are just pure, beautiful escapism with some great characters and some great mm. moments. And everything that happened after has all been r- like 5 out of 10 rubbish. Um, yeah. Five out of ten Shame, rubbish. really. <laughs> you, but you're not a Star Wars you're man. What? You're not a fan.
3: I'm not a Star Wars man, no. That's Imagine fair enough. If I was. I'm not
2: anymore, honestly. The last one, the last movie, absolute garbage. Really bad. Just I could rant about it all day, but no. But the original three are great, and I highly recommend that to anyone. So wonderful stories there. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Braun Japan Podcast, uh, at gmail.com. Don't remind me about how awful Star Wars is now. It just makes me sad. I share a similar fear <laughs> for the new Indiana Jones film as well. Please be good.
3: I know it won't be. Yeah, that that uh. that, that that one is shaping up to be Oh, the stinker of all stinkers. No. <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you? you I haven't seen it, no, but I've heard rumours from people who um have seen bits of it that uh it's astonishingly bad. Oh, so no. uh, yeah. All aboard the Pod Racer. No. We're no. off to the cinema. Oh,
2: I to, oh, it's so sad. Like honestly, Indiana Jones <laughs> I my probably I think I prefer Indiana Jones, the original three, more than Star Wars, to be honest. Every kid growing mm. up, or most kids that I know wanted to be Indiana Jones. And I've built my whole career about around that, wanting to be Indiana Jones. And that was mm. because Indiana Jones is young, he's cool, he's hip, he's a teacher by day, an explorer by night, does lots of cool shit. But you don't want to be Indiana Jones when he's an 80-year-old depressed man in a room. And that's what this one looks mm. like. And the last one, I I forget there was even a fourth one because it was so unspeakably shit. And I don't see, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they can top it by not having Shia LaBeouf swinging through a jungle like a monkey but, it's yeah, I, if, as long as they top that, that'll be one thing, but I don't think it's going to be good. But mm. enough about ranting about Lucasfilm. Oh, God, it's going to be a shame. Dredging up oh, childhood memories and oh, trashing God. them. We'll be back later in the week, guys, <laughs> to trash your favourite childhood dreams. But for now, have yourself a great few days. Pete Donaldson, enjoy Cornwall, and uh, go and check out Abroad in Japan for the new video where I rant and rave about the worst things and the worst mistakes I've made in my time in Japan. Lord knows I made a few. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
0: Abroad in Japan is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.